Gracious Father, we praise you and we thank you. Our heart rejoices because you are in our midst. Thank you for the wonderful testimony which your children have brought in your house to glorify you, to edify each and every one of us. Reward them, continue to bless them. We also pray for each and every one of us who is sitting here. Lord, give us the grace. As you are good to us, as you are the unchanging God in our life, you are the same yesterday, today and forever. Continue to do great things in our lives. In the coming days, help us to come and hear many more testimonies to glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. We believe that God's presence is always here in this place. It is all because of each and every one of us. You can believe that because of you God is there. Everyone can believe that. Amen? We know by the testimony God hears us and answers us. He fulfills the desires of God's children. This Friday, last Friday, we heard about what are the hindrances for unanswered prayers? And many times we hear about it in different terminology. And uh, indeed, one thing we know, God answers prayers. You believe that? We believe that? For that, I believe no one is exempted in believing that truth. Because indeed God answers. Amen? And uh, only when we look into the hindrances, what we heard, some of the times by ignorance, by lack of knowledge, we may miss it, still not knowing why God is not answered. But answer is there, but it is you and me are the responsible to receive that answer. And at the same time, there are people still in the world, all, even among us, every one of us, going through hardships, trials. Trial may be in the different forms. Is there anyone who has not gone through any heartbreak or trials in your life? Can I see your hand? You have never, ever gone through or faced any trials in your life. That means we all agree. From the small sickness to the biggest, or there are, it differs from person to person. Sometimes the sickness may be serious. That may be life returning. If it is not with you, it may be with your family members, with your dear and dear ones. Sometimes even you may lost. You might have lost your parents or the dear ones. Those situations are greater for you that you never forget in your life.
some people losing their job. And we are very comfortably sitting here or serving here. And if any threat comes to our job, that is the great or big heartbreak in our lives. It's their triumph. We could not be able to bear. So there are a lot of things we can say. So it differs from person to person. You may be having, that may be bigger or small, some are different types, and we can say, uh, one thing we believe that everyone will have. Why it is? From the beginning of this service, we sang. What we sang? What we sang? God's love is amazing. God's love is unchanging. And also we confess, we love Him. God loves us. His love is unchanging. And it is so amazing because He came to this world to save us and saved us. That's why we are all here. Even for the one whom God loved, there are trials. There are heartbreaks. The one of the examples, the classic example, what we found in John 11. Can you turn to your Bibles to Gospel of John, chapter 11? In this, there is a family. It is not the story. It is not an illustration. Or it is not a parable. It is the true event which happened during the time of Jesus, exactly, truly with him. He had an experience. There is the family, you know about, because of the time we cannot go through the whole scripture, but we will go through the scripture here and there. It speaks about your family of three members, which Bible records. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. What has happened to Lazarus? He has fallen sick. The message was conveyed to Jesus Christ. Before that, what we know, since I said that it is not a, it is not a story and it is a real thing, see the address. First verse. Now, a certain man was sick. See the address. Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha, it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with a fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her heir, whose brother Lazarus was sick. That is the introduction about him. Further, there are places it is mentioned, Jesus Christ loved him. See the message conveyed to him is this, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Very short message, but a very elaborated meaning. Jesus loved Lazarus. That message was conveyed by their sister to Jesus Christ. Secondly, even though, who is telling about his love? Verse 5. Now, Jesus 
loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. It is very clear the author writes. Jesus loved Martha, Mary, her sister and Lazarus. Then after hearing the message, what the Lord Jesus Christ has said, did, he delayed two more days. He delayed two more days. For what? What he is saying? He says, Our friends, verse 11, these things he said after he has said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up after two days. First he says, this sickness is not for death, that is for the glory of God. And he says further, our friend, not only his friend, our friend, Lazarus is sick. That means he loves him. He himself has confessed. At the last we know, even the Jews also said, how in 35, then he said, how much he loved him. So all this verse says, confidently, Jesus Christ loved him so much. And the same Jesus Christ delayed two days after hearing. Why did he delay? Why did he delay? That lesson for us is, being nothing wrong in believing in him. Nothing wrong in praying. But the one of the problem is, we wanted the answer as we like to answer, the way we liked it, the time we wanted. Mostly, instant answer we expect from God. We know everything is possible with our God, we believe that, and He is a miracle working God. But at the same time, we wanted the answer as we like it. Instant, immediate, or the way that you like it. But that is not his purpose. That is not his will. Our prayers should be always according to his will. His timing. So, the first thing what we know is, Jesus loves us during our trial. Jesus loves us during our trial. Secondly, Jesus lets us wait for his perfect timing. His timing should come. There we have a problem. We don't wait for his timing. So we have to wait. The lesson for us today is we have to wait. We have to wait for his timing. There are many things we can see from this scripture. Why he delayed. And the delay of teaching Today, what he says here to his disciples, he said, Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get up. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but 
they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep then jesus said to them plainly lazarus is dead and i am glad he said i am glad for your sake that i was not there that you may believe nevertheless let us go then why jesus delayed not only for martha and mary to believe and also his own disciples to believe in him what they expect from jesus christ is jesus has to come quickly and heal him when you go through the gospel he has done from the he did a first miracle in the in the, in the wedding of cana and continually he did so many miracles healing is not enough he has some other thing apart from that something greater than that but during the period he wants his own disciples to believe in him secondly they do not understood the purpose but in this we can say how jesus leads us for our better understanding he not only lets us to wait for the perfect timing he also leads us for better understanding that we see from verse 17 to 27 when martha from 17 when martha came so then jesus came and found that he has already been in tomb for four days now bethany was near to jerusalem about two miles away now verse 20 martha as soon as she heard that jesus was coming went and met him met him but mary was sitting in the house now martha said to jesus lord If you had been here my brother would not have been died but even now i know that whatever you ask of god god will give you see the faith and confession of martha here what do you Why do you think Martha rushed out to meet Jesus? I can say that believing that Jesus will come quickly and even now and heal his her brother. At the same time, Martha was quietly sitting at that place. She might be praying. Just praying. We can pray wherever we sit. Not necessary to go. And she has a different faith. and martha has a different faith but both the faith the range of level of faith differs from person to person she was sitting at her house and praying and she rushed to jesus christ and asking him to go and saying that even now it is possible with you in verse 21 to 21 to 22 says about martha's faith that's what she said but even now i know whatever you ask of god god will give you so jesus wants us delaying is 
for the purpose of our better understanding of what God really wants us. Even the disciples, for them to know Jesus Christ in better way, Jesus delays. So even in our case, we can think of, if you think that God delayed your answer, remember two things as for now. One is the perfect timing of God. Not our own timing, perfect timing of God should come in our life, in that situation. Secondly, we should learn to understand properly what is God's will in that. Even though it is very clear from the beginning that sickness is not for that, it is for the glory of God. And the Lord, Jesus Christ has to be glorified. But for the further more than that, we should know these two things. There are much more than. The fourth one, I can say that Jesus longs for us when we are hurt. He still further asks us even what has happened. And after following Martha, Martha after met Jesus Christ, went back and conveyed a message to, Jesus, uh, to her sister, Mary. Then Mary stood up, and she was running quickly. The Bible says very quickly. Um, 29. As soon as she heard that she arose quickly and came to him, now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Even after Martha rushed to her, to him, out of the town, and came back, and conveyed a message to her sister, still Jesus Christ was there. Further delay. So, whenever you pray, these teachers, there are reasons for Lord, to answer you in delaying in answering your prayer. Still Jesus stood there. But the approach of these two sisters different little. What she did? When when then the Jews were with her in house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying she is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her Weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35, Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. Why Jesus have to ask to weep there? First of all, he came as a human. 
he is a human in that place emotions are god given ability or nature to every human when he saw mary very much troubled weeping followed by the jews and they too weeping he also moved in his spirit groaned and he wept that is also another sign for you and me when you are groaned when you are going through grievances in your life believe that jesus christ is with you jesus christ is with you you are not alone the trouble is not unknown to god once you are prayed and not heard from him believe that don't doubt don't don't doubt believe that god is with you he hears hears you and he is always beside you when you groan or grieve he is there along with you that is our faith we should believe that usually we think it is only for me not for others there is an illustration a small story there is a one widow she had a only uh, i mean she had a only one son and he passed away and she could not bear that loss because he is the only breadwinner or only support to her on this earth her he, he uh, she lost her husband she have no father mother except her son and she went to the wise counselor of the town and asked and shared what she is going through and he said yes i agree with you it is so great it should not happen to anyone else and uh, how can i help you only one solution if you do so if you agree that i will help you then he said okay go go around the city collect the mustard seed from every home one one from where there is no grievances which home there is no grievances no trials so collect one one and bring it here and let me see then i will help you she went around and around around she came with nothing she said i am very sorry i thought it is only me who are going through this kind of grievances in my life but in every home where i visited everybody is having different different types of grievances then the wise counselor said now you know the truth so thank god for that then he blessed and sent so what do you say this what we understand everyone has it differs but one thing god is there with you whatever the situation you are going through first thing know that god delays second thing know that god's timing has to come thirdly we know that we should understand god through the situation in better way fourthly we should know keep trusting and believing god god is with you in whatever the situation you are going through finally 
Jesus leaves no doubt about his power. Healing is nothing. It is primary. For any new believer, God answers instantly, healing instantly. But for you, when you are coming to know him more and more, coming closer and closer, there God delays. Why? God wanted to know what you to have, not a simple faith or small faith. God wants you to have great faith. Only when you have great faith, you can expect great things from God. Simple faith. When you want some money, you pray, He will give. That is need only simple faith. When you are going through any difficulty, small thing, God answers. But for a great thing, you should have a great faith. There we see. What is the great thing here? It is not only raising up, not only healing him, but raising him even after his death. That's what we know from verse 38 to 44. And there are people, and there are certain things to prove our faith. There are, just because of the time, just I will rush up. Two things. When Jesus stood up before the tomb, what did he say? The tomb was closed. And it was, um, it was a cave. And the stone lay against it. A big stone was there. It is possible for God to just say a word and raise him and call Lazarus to come out, even pushing the stone away. But there, Jesus said, remove that stone. Take away the stone. To take away the stone, God keeps somebody. Somebody who can believe. Who can believe the dead Lazarus, the one who died before, died before four days, will rise him up. Jesus can rise him up. When you, only when you believe, you can take a step forward to remove the stone. So we have to, there are conditions for you to expect a great miracle or get out of your trials or your heartbreak and you need a faith, greater faith to believe in him and that you have to do certain things. And God may help you, give somebody to help you to remove the stones. That is the first level. And the stone was removed. And Jesus said, even there, the, uh, when, oh, another thing, when God delays and delays and delays until, until, even you come to understand what? It is impossible. When you come to the level, it is impossible. You should understand by your own knowledge, you cannot, it cannot be happened. Not by men, not by any authority, not by so and so, not your immediate boss, not your DG or DIG, whoever he is, whomever you know, whoever the minister, whatever you think, I know this person, I know that person, that person can help. No! 
you when you come to the knowledge and understanding that it is impossible with that man or that person or this situation there god works that is until then the lord will delay you should lose all your faith in trusting your own in your understanding with your own strength with your own ability with your own influences over whatever you believe in when all these things are wiped away then the lord will work to perform the miracle here the first level he asked them to remove the stones then only he said when he said the lord by this time there is a stench for he has been dead for four days the bad smell is coming how can it possible even now even in one day maybe possible two days four days passed there's no chance then he said jesus said to her did i not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of god then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying verse 42 and i know that you uh, sorry jesus prayer 41 then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying and jesus lifted up his eyes and said father i thank you that you have heard me and i know that you always hear me but because of the people see here because of the people who are standing by i said this that they may believe that you sent me now when he had said these things he cried with a loud voice lazarus come forth and he who had died came out bound and and forth with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with clothes jesus said to them lose him and let him go second thing the reason why god allows you the trials in your life through the trial god wants not only to increase your faith for the one who was surrounded by you the people of the world should know jesus christ was sent by god it should be your privilege when you go through this kind of situation through that situation you are making other people the one who is not know jesus or not believe in jesus to know that jesus christ is lord so that means you don't believe or don't know expect or don't face don't wanted to face any trials in your life everything you wanted to be very comfortable my dear brothers and sisters it is not by just going and sharing your word you can make the people to know who is jesus christ when you go through the trials and facing the trials and tempted trials and the hardships in your life that will make and that will help others to know jesus christ is the lord so you are taking this much time to understand this small truth and there second step when he came out he was wrapped he was bound again someone has to take a courage 
to go forth and untie the dead person. Someone has did it. For that, again, another level of faith is needed. Boldness is needed. We should be, we say that we are bold enough, we are courageous. That has to be seen practically when you go, step forward, come forth and untie the dead person. So that also God can do, but it is expected by the people. Why? For them to believe it again. Finally, much more, it is not only the resurrection of having a new life of Lazarus. One more thing, verse 45 says, Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did, believed in him. That is the very classic of this incident. Jesus came for his own people. They do not believe. They did not recognize. Jesus was sent. He is the Messiah. And we have to believe in him. In this situation, in this instance, the God made the same Jews to believe he is the Lord. Believed in him. The power was manifested. So, dear children of God, now we have come to close. And what are the things we have learned here? There are many things. Even though we heard several times, read this portion, portion from our Sunday school, but every day when you read, God reveals to you to increase your faith. That will show you the where you stand in your spiritual walk. Whether when you are going through this kind of situation, very hardship, the heartbreak, we can even title this message as a victory over death. Even your situation may not be un uh, go till to the death, even if it is there. Don't give up. Don't trust anybody else. No doctor, no medicine. Trust in Him. He will not only heal you, even after death, God will raise you up. That is the great miracle. And through that, many unbelievers will come to know who is Jesus Christ. Then only we know the power of God. Otherwise, we will be keep singing and praising, He is power, He is having all power, all might, everything, whatever you sing. But only singing. You cannot see any power. If you wanted to see the power of God, it is expected that you expect hardships, great trials, or even sickness. When you go through it, definitely, not only you, the one who was surrounded by you, the one who denied Jesus Christ, will come to know and understand Jesus Christ is Lord. And He has all power to set you free and give you the victory. Now I leave with the word, key word, verse 27. Verse 27. Martha says, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who used to come into the world. Like Martha, 
I want you, as a conclusion, your trust in Jesus Christ as Christ and as the Son of God. Give Him your life. Live with Him as your King and the Lord and the Master of your life. Thirdly, hand over your whole life to Him and throw in your lot with Him. He will take care of Repent and change your thinking about Jesus Christ and about his life. Believe that God raised him from the dead as a ruler over the universe and he is a, should be the ruler of your life as well. And then you will have a life in a sweet name even though you taste the bitterness of, of death in your life. Shall we rise to our feet? Shall we rise to our feet? What we heard, just remember what has happened to Martha, Mary and even to Lazarus. What great trouble what they have gone through. The heart breaks. We may expect even greater than that. I do not know. But our faith should be in Him. Close our eyes. Close our eyes. Examine ourselves. If there is anybody in this hall who do not know Jesus Christ in their life, who is the Savior, who is the Lord? Who is the healer? Who is the resurrection and the life? If you do not know, please raise up your hand, wherever you are. If you do not know Jesus Christ in your life, you can put up your hand, wherever you are. Jesus Christ is a living God. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. As Jesus was in Bethany 2,000 years ago. Today he is here. Today he is here. He will come to you. Only thing is you have to acknowledge you believe in him. Since the time is running fast, quickly. If you do not know Jesus Christ so far, and you wanted to know him more, you can put up your hand wherever you are when all the eyes closed. It is between you and God. Now it's a time for every one of us who is going through the same situation and God is delaying. You feel that God is delaying or your prayer is still delaying. Not answer, not knowing the reason. And if you believe God can perform miracle as He did with two Martha and Mary, and He wiped away their tears, their agony, and in their grievances, as He was with Him, with them, He is with you as well. If you believe that God will deliver you, God will answer you, 
you are asked to come forward quickly. You are come forward quickly, whatever it is. Whatever your trial. Whether your trial is about material, physical or spiritual. Concerning your family, concerning your job, concerning your spiritual walk, you are come forward, asked to come forward quickly. Because we will not get you another chance. We are going to wind up very quickly. If you believe, God honors you. Step up. God is here to honor you. God is here to reward your faith. Jesus said to Martha, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Please come forward quickly. I call on our leaders, our council members to come forward. Please take a place to pray for our dear ones. As God called the people to remove the stones. As Jesus Christ called the people to untie the dead Lazarus. Today the servant of God are here to remove, to remove the stone while praying. God is going to set form a miracle in your life. There are servant of God here to untie as they were people. Believing in Jesus Christ. Move forward to untie Lazarus. Now they are the servant of God are here to untie you. Please come forward. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait for the people. You just believe Jesus is the one who is going to touch you and heal you right now. Hallelujah. Only thing, only thing you believe. You are stepping out. It is a sign that you believe in Him. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my guide. Hold me closely to his side With love and strength for each new day He will make a way He will make a way God will make a way Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many people you have been blessed tonight? You truly will be blessed. I was fantastically blessed by those wonderful revelations from that story. And I know whatsoever is the story in your life, whatsoever issue you came here with, when Jesus stepped into that issue in the family of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, the story changed. Your story is changing in the name of Jesus. 
I say your story is changing in the name of Jesus. And the same people that have been mocking you, that have been calling you names, they were calling Jesus' names. Say, see, what is he going to do in the graveyard of a four-year-old, a four-day-old dead man? The same people that have been mocking you, they will join you to celebrate in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Open with me to 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. And she's there to encourage somebody here. It's just what Pastor has said. You say, Oh, you see, Pastor, I don't know what I'm going through. It seems, Oh, I'm about to give up. Pastor said, You don't give up. See why you don't give up. 1 Corinthians 10 13. Say, There are no temptation. No sickness, no hardship, no trial. Taking you, but as common to who? To man. So whatever you are going through, it is not only you. And because it, it has a beginning, it means there is a what? An end. And look at what God says. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted, to be tried, to be allowed to go through hardship? More than what? Above that you are able to bear. But will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that she may be able to bear it. You know what I mean? Whatsoever you are going to go through as a Christian, God will not make you have challenges more than your faith. That's what it means. God, our God is not a wicked lecturer. That will give you exam of a university student to a primary school student. Hmm? God will not know that yes, you are still in primary school of faith. And it will give you a university student exam. No. It will only give you the challenges according to what? Your faith. That's why you don't give up. You continue to pray. You continue to trust God until what? You take delivery of your miracle. How many believe that whatever they are going through, Jesus is still in control? And he has said to you tonight, they put us together for Jesus and appreciate Him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. Glory be to God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for tonight, for all you have truly taken us through the path of faith, the path of not giving up, the path of holding on unto you. Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you for your servant that you used to give unto us this revelation tonight. Thank you for your touch upon everyone that came out here. Because we know by this time next month, everyone is coming to testify. In the name of Jesus. For everyone that has heard this word tonight, I pray the Lord as we exercise our faith in holding unto you. 
we shall come to testify in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we go into the month of July, in a couple of hours, I decree the Lord everything that concerns you. My God will perfect it in the name of Jesus. You are crossing over to that month gloriously in the name of Jesus. Everything that seems impossible for the first half of this year, as you enter the second half of this year, the issue shall be completely resolved because my God lives forever in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. We appreciate you, Lord. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The grace of God and fellowship, with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, lives us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Abundance and grace. God bless you in Jesus' name.